1: Welcome
2: back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. (laughs) Episode 74, we in the building. You already know who it is. It's the host with the most B-Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon.
3: Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Before we get started, you already know how it goes over here. Please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. If you have any brand new deals, business opportunities. Please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. Episode 74. Let's do the weekly check-ins, brother. How you doing this week?
3: I'm cooling. I'm cooling. I'm here. I'm on time. <laughs> I'm great. How you feeling? Yeah. i you know what? I wanna give you a special shout out,
2: bro. Why? You know this is impromptu. You know, I I appreciate your commitment this past year, man. You know, you've just been on the grind with me with this pod. Like, you've been consistent, showing up, you know. And I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, too, my guy. All right. This week is cool. You feel me? It was the weather looking nice. It's almost slut me out season. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. You feel me? It's almost slut slut your nigga out or slut your girl out. The weather's coming soon. Maybe after Memorial Day, we might do the Slep Me Out guide, okay? But we back with a lot of one this week. And last week, I gave y'all a little summer anthem, which could be potentially this summer anthem by Gorilla, which is fuck nigga free, FNF. But, you know, the guys got something to say about it.
0: Slick, drop it.
3: i something
0: Okay, I'm F-R-E-E-Friendly Entertaining broke niggas while you talking to the minutes. Why you S I N G L E again? Cause you wanna be a hoe with your little dog ass friends O B R O K E Lil I
3: Always somebody sit somebody's section, roll a bush and let you hit O M E
2: here you hear me you know what you know y'all because you know what we had to we had to respond us fellas had to respond because a lot of women i saw this past weekend was giving it up crazy to that song over here singing with their chest over here they were singing the s-i-n-g-l-e loud like attacking us so you know the fellas had to come back with a response over here we don't like none of you friendly assholes you know the vibes. We gunshot and slick. <laughs> we here. We get the we get, we get we get the energy up. You feel me? What's your thoughts on that? You feel me? We're not fucking with the friendly
3: ass girls out here. You heard? I'm just laughing because you didn't even let this shit get to New York crazy. yet. Yeah. This shit ain't <laughs> even reached anthem levels and you already got the rebuttal. That's hilarious.
1: Come on
2: now. You know we're here. You know, but but we gotta get serious a little bit when we talk about the first topic that we're gonna talk about. Oh man, it's hit a little quite close to home a little bit because you know a lot of people up there are going through a lot of stuff and it has happened in our state. But we want to send our prayer and condolences to all the families of the victims and the Buffalo terrorist attack. I'm calling it a terrorist attack, I'm not even calling it a mass shooting, I'm calling it a terrorist attack it's crazy bro over the last i just saw i just saw a statistic on the news the other day the past week there was nearly eight to ten mass shootings what the fuck? that what happened the fuck? in the in, in in the u.s bro and there was a lot one shortly after the buffalo one there was a lot one at a church in california and the more information is coming out about the Buffalo. Shout out to the Buffalo segments over there for, for, you know, being part of and helping out with the visual there. And also shout out to everyone that did a visual in New York City for the families and victims of, of this situation. I don't even know where to begin, Slick. I'll, you could you leave this topic off,
3: man. Um, I guess the best way to start it just you know i want to list off the names of the people that were killed i don't even want to give old boy no pub cuz that shit is sickening like again if you weren't aware a a a deranged 18-year-old white man drove for hours to a buffalo supermarket and live streamed on twitch him shooting what 13 people killed 13 people injured se- several more and of the 13 11 were black so i just want to just you know state their names so we can just send love to their family so we got aaron salter ruth whitfield Pearly Young, Catherine Massey, Hayward Patterson, Celestine Cheney, Roberta Drury, Marcus Morrison, Andre McNeil, Geraldine talley, and the two that were a couple more that were injured we got Zaire Goodman, Jennifer Warrington, and Christopher Braden. so we just want to send love and healing energy to you guys, and I don't want to harp too much on it though this is a very very you know deep and traumatic topic, but we need better gun control laws. There's no reason that people should be able to get assault weapons and you know like it just doesn't make sense like why the fuck do you need a fucking ar-15 or whatever the fuck he was using and i think that we also have to call into question just like white supremacy like is this what people want is this what god is telling these lunatics to do or whatever you subscribe to like, you feel like the world just happened too much color and you want to just go out and just hurt people for the sake of making you feel better. You just threw your life away. You done ended 11 lives, traumatized dozens more. Like, I heard my students talking about it. And there's no one else is like really scary is that to do it on a platform like Twitch. I don't think Twitch said anything up until from what I saw. You know, I don't think that, and I think that children are so impressionable. Like, kids today and social, like, they're de They think all oh, that shit is like, I don't want to say funny because they knew the severity of it, but it's like when they mentioned, "Oh, he was obviously on Twitch like that nigga," wild and da 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 da. But it's like you see smirks and shit because like people are so impressionable because you know we 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 most of the time you go out you see people shooting on Twitch as video games, yeah you know. So it's like, just again, this generation is very overexposed and underdeveloped. That's why I couldn't even watch the video, bro. I haven't seen it. They were, they, were, they were sharing it. I saw I saw a
2: screenshot. Cause you know they were showing now how the weapon that he had had um, racist remarks on it. I heard he had like nigger on, um, on, on on like the on like the on the scope, and then he had some other stuff on the side of the weapon. So in one of the screenshots, it was kind of showing him shooting a lady in the head, and I couldn't even I couldn't even watch it, bro. I can't I can't do that to myself. Like I love Twitter, but Twitter be having too much. Too much graphic stuff sometimes that I don't want to be desensitized when it comes to this stuff, man. Bro, you
3: know I deactivate my shit every week.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that I couldn't do that to myself. And um, I know you mentioned um Aaron's um Salter Jr. But I just also want to give him a just a whole Rory, just for even trying to save people, man. He was the security guard who tried to he he confronted the gunman. A retired retired police officer, and he tried to, and you know, he did shoot a couple at the at the terrace, but you know, he had body armor and other stuff, so he didn't get to able to really do anything damage wise to the to the shooter. I, bro, I don't know what to say. I just, I, I, I honestly, don't know what to say. If you can't, you don't feel safe going into, and then also we saw in the love lovers and friend festival, there was a whole stampede because apparently there was a potential gunshots that was fired.
3: And our niggas can't even go to the supermarket. can't have fun. Like I said, it's traumatizing. I think that that's another scary thing about this. Just growing up now, everything is broadcast. So it's like, even trying to share awareness, you can, you don't, you can unknowingly spark next motherfucker that wanna do some shit like this. So and then what,
2: what was also worse was some of like I remember they 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 they, they faced offense with hate with with slurs the next day they were talking about what was the potential next stop. You do not even know which one is real, which one is trolling because in this in this day and age trolling is so hilarious to people. So it's kind of even harder and then also when you hear the, the terrorist reason on why because he feels like the white people are are being they, he what, what was the cause again like the white person like white people are being, um, being less ground. heard or something yeah. like that and I'm like bro that's what that is so in your, in your and then he talked about he had it on his gun reparations here's your reparations I'm like bro white people continue to tell y'all that we don't feel safe <laughs> At any point of time, we don't feel safe with the cops that are supposed to police the area. We don't feel safe with white people. Like how many times do we have to say show that we're not respected?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. this right. shit
2: crazy, man. I mean, sending condolences I uh, I hope that we can get this under under wraps. Unfortunately, sad thing about it is, and it's gonna sound bad, it don't 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 patronize me in the comments, but it's not going to be the last one, unfortunately.
3: Man, it's probably another one next week. As you said, it was eight this weekend. They only talked about that one. Like that's not even the downplay. It's Just like the NRA know what they're doing.
2: So you know, please protect yourself. Um, keep 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 your head on the swivel. If you if you are in a state that allows you to carry a gun, carry it. Go to the gun range. Learn how to properly arm yourself because you never know with, with, with these white terrorists out here. And 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 other sad news, you know, as Young Thug and Gunner and the rest of the, the YSL label are fighting this Rico case, one of their popular artists, Little Keed, passed away. Which is which is making me question this whole entire shit because his passing was just so random because he's only 24, 24 years old yeah and he and he and he was and he didn't really he wasn't really known of partaking in lean like i remember i see a couple of his interviews like he wasn't really into like smoking and um drinking like that and apparently he was complaining about stomach pains and he kind of suffered from organ failure before death so I don't even know, but RIP to you, little Keen. You know, I I did listen to you to you and your brothers' music a little bit when y'all first came out. Twenty four, bro. That shit crazy, bro. I can't even imagine. Condolences, definitely. You want to run this track? Yeah, let's run this little key track. RIP, little key. All right. All right, P-Low Key. Um, On to next news. You know, shout out to Jay-Z, though. You feel me? Brooklyn Finest. Can we get get an applaud, Slick? You feel me? Now, if you did not know, the New York Senate officially passed a bill stating that rap,
3: rap lyrics can't be used on trial. What's your thoughts on that, Slick? I think it's good and bad. I think that a lot of these dude rappers be lying so it definitely pulls them back from you know getting in trouble but i also feel like if you're dumb enough to snitch on yourself about some real sensitive shit on on a record sometimes you do have to be <laughs> held accountable i think that the recent uptick in rapper arrest solely based off of like listening to their music and then doubling back definitely goes to show lazy police work but also stupidity amongst rappers but i think it's a step in the right direction because it's like all right you're trying to protect the artist's creative freedom to Maybe embellish and tell his story, which is like, oh, wait, no, that shit really happened. This nigga Andre Smith really did get popped on this date here. He so, guess what? You are the one that's suspected. You feel me? So, definitely feel that. I
2: way. mean, I also want to shout out to Beak Mill, Killer Mike, Fat Joe, Robin Thicke, and all the artists who have supported the bill that senator jamie bailey and brad Hoyerman sponsored so shout out to y'all for sponsoring that and showing y'all support for the bill but i agree with you 100 and i hope and i hope they could pass this in georgia for a young thug in them but um it but i definitely agree with you as a person who you know loves hood book of music <laughs> the way how they be talking about people who passed away I can see why police officers want to use those lyrics, because to the point with these young rappers, some of these young rappers do be snitching on themselves. They will tell you exactly how this person passed away. They tell you where the body's at. Tell you where you, where they shot the person, and I'm just like, I ain't gonna lie. If you giving if you giving police officers free game like that, you how how they're not supposed to take that? You feel know I me? Mean? Cause you know, we live in a clout era. Everybody wanna do it for clout, like, yeah, I really catch bodies. Oh, you don't wanna believe me? Watch. Yeah. Uh I caught your man at the red light, hit him in the head two times and took his droop. Like you saying all that on a on a on a on a bar and the cop and the thing about it too is y'all be snitching on your own man's without even knowing. When you like y'all don't even looking at the Bobby Schmurter situation. Mitch caught a body bar a week ago. That was all Mitch ass after that. After that bar, so y'all talking about you know your man's is the top shooter. We talking about yeah, my man's right here. He will gun you down. Guess guess what the hip hop police is doing now? They followed him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They're watching his movements, and then now they know probably know his address now, and now they kind of tail tell, kind of tailing him a little bit to see to catch him in anything. So. Y'all gotta really be careful, even though this law passed, New York drill artists y'all gotta be careful what y'all put in your bars. Hip hop police is real. They are watching y'all, they probably have fake accounts on your gram already. They always on your live. That's a fact. Be careful, but there is a win for hip hop, though. I give that though. Now on to other entertainment news. Oh man, this is what happens when you talk shit. And you don't expect niggas to pull up. If We didn't really talk about this on this platform, but there was a little tension between Freddie Gibbs and Benny the Butcher and the whole Griselda about some situation, about some song. But then, you know, Freddie Gibbs put out his tour date, and one of his tour dates, Buffalo, New York, was there. And, he's, and he was talking spicy. He was saying, like, yo, if y'all really got a problem, pull I'm pulling up to your city. Come check me if you want. Well, must not know about Buffalo. A lot of people don't know about Buffalo like that. But Buffalo, low-key, is like, it's low-key the wire. I ain't going to hold you. Buffalo is low-key the wire over here. Well, just in, just in time, Benny the Butcher and his crew caught Freddie Gibbs lacking and gave him that Mika Muka Luka Dantage up in there and whipped his ass. But shout-out to Freddie Gibbs, though, because he got – even with a swollen face he still gave a performance that night and apparently they took his chain apparently he's about to go on tour now i don't know bro what's your thoughts on this hey nobody died so shit talk shit get hit and that's what i love about it too that's old head beef you feel me nobody need to nobody need to die nobody need to to be put away in jail yo bro you told me to pull up my niggas me and my niggas pulled up we 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 laid the smack down and hey you get to live on and continue doing your tour i get to do what i gotta do and we both can still make money that's what you young niggas need to listen to not everything needs to be straight gunplay like that bro that's a fact now the nba playoffs is still going on you feel me i don't care about none of the teams because lebron is not in it that's what but I was you saying. Know, I
3: definitely don't huh? I definitely don't give a fuck. I <laughs> I watched the first quarter and I was like, yeah, this doesn't incite me. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm not betting on these shits. Like I don't care.
2: Facts. But and I even like the whole matchup for Mavs and the Warriors. I don't think that's a good matchup. And then you got the Heats against what's the other team? The Celtics. Which I I got my money on Celtics. The only reason why I got my money on Celtics is if the Celtics win the championship. Oh, I'm talking so much shit on the pod, bro. I'm talking so much shit because that's going to be the third Eastern Conference team that won a championship since LeBron has left. You can't tell me LeBron is not to go after that. Because when he was in the Eastern Conference, it was him or nothing. nobody had an attempt to go to the finals, right? That's true. But, what's your th- but we also had some other stuff, though. Pat Bev is in New York going crazy on ESPN now. Talking wild shit about C
3: P three after those five bad games. What's your thoughts on this? Hate is gonna hate, bro. I think that Pat Bev doesn't like C P three. We knew that for years. I think that since they was traded for each other, he ain't fuck with him. And I think that when you give a hater a platform, they're gonna say something. That was what he was the slander like can we say Chris Paul played like shit? Yeah, we can from games three through six or seven, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But we also won't not pretend that, that you wouldn't take that version of Chris Paul over Pat Beverly any day. I think we have a clip. You want to play that real quick? Oh, we do. Oh shit! I didn't know we had it. My fault. Let me it up. It up. <laughs> I love Pat
2: because Pat, career-wise, he really fought to be in the NBA. He played and he played in a lot of foreign countries to make it to the NBA. So he he kind of like a dog. You feel me? He want to he fight for everything in his life. So for him to continue this, and he make he might make a good sports analysis once he retired. You want
1: to play it? Yeah, Chris Paul. What would Patrick Beverly want everybody to know about what your history with Chris Paul is? Is it just you being raw, straightforward, and whatever, or do you just not believe in the brother? No, I, I appreciate everything he's done for the game. Um, me and me and CP, this started when I was in high school, out of college. okay. I went to LeBron James camp, and you know the, you, you, Steph Curry is, my roommate. We, you have this certain team that plays the LeBron James, the Chris Pauls, the OJ Mayo, whoever, whoever Darnell Jacks, whoever was at the time, in front of a bunch of scouts, and I got a taste of little CP there. Okay, and what was that taste? Destroyed him. Ask you Le, destroyed ask LeBron. Him. Ask, ask LeBron. I don't have to lie. I'm not like ask Chris. That's your good friend. You know, so it's always been something from there. I respect his game. I love CP's game, mm-hmm. right? I love what he do. I love back in the day, he destroyed Tony Parker and, you know, all that type of stuff in New Orleans. But the praise that he gets and, and the slander that he doesn't get when he doesn't perform, it's not the same as it is with every other superstar. And my question is, why not? And why do you think why not? For one, he's a president. Former president of play Association. Yeah. Go ahead. It's kind of hard to kind of slander the, the, the president.
2: I kind of agree with Pat Bev a little bit because if you really watch NBA, you know Chris Paul is one dirty ass player. He be he be wilding. <laughs> he be doing some dirty little tricks. If they, I think there's like a compilation on YouTube of him like tripping niggas, doing wildest shit, flopping, trying to get the call. And you know Pat Bev, anything that he does on the court, get analyzed. Any bad behavior that he does, get analyzed. Crazy. So, I don't know, man. What's your thoughts? I
3: mean, like I said, if you got beef with the nigga. You're not going to big up him just because you're on TV. He's, they said how he felt. I mean, do I agree with it? Not necessarily. We know Chris Paul can be a dirty player. He tried to get the call sometimes. I was something dirty, but he do what it takes to get the call. could be annoying. A lot of people don't fuck with him in the league, like DeMarcus Cousins and them. But, like I said, it doesn't take away from his greatness. And I'm like I said, on I'll still take that version of Chris Paul over Pat Bev any day. What's your thoughts on Lil Wayne going after the Mavs owner like that? I mean, you said something. And Lucas shut you up. And then Mark Cuban said something. And you you was embarrassed. What's happened when you embarrassed a hood nigga? They threatened to beat the shit out of you. See it every day.
2: Nah, I ain't gonna lie, he ain't threatening to beat the nigga. He threatened to piss in his mouth. That's a whole lot of disrespect right there. The so piss in a nigga's mouth right there? Like that's OD. Well apparently I just I just got when like they talked, MacMain talked with them. And I guess they kind of squashed it now. Cause they, I heard they used to be buddy buddies, but something happened when that when, you know, in the heats in 2011 But you know, shout out to Lil' Wayne though. You feel me? Now on to entertainment news. Oh, ladies, y'all gonna like this because the next couple topics over here, y'all gonna really enjoy. If you think we bash women a lot on this platform, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be the change. Starting with, I don't even know what to call this nigga no more. Is he P Diddy, Puff Daddy, Diddy Love? What did he go by now, Slick? I don't know. Sean Combs, uh, Mr. Combs. I don't know. Well. Sean Combs is in, trapped in a love love triangle over here. If you didn't see on Twitter, you she he have young he has a city girl young Miami going crazy after one of his old flame Gina post a picture of him on the story, which led to a whole exchange back and forth between her and Young Miami. Mind you, we still didn't hear one thing, one thing from Diddy. What's your thoughts on this whole love triangle business, bro? I mean, did
3: he did he outside? <laughs> they Rich, I'm just I I literally don't. Like, I heard about it and I was just like, oh, did he got more girls fighting over him? But I'm like, somebody said a tweet. This shit was funny. They was like, did look at did he probably showing all this shit to his boyfriend? I was like, oh yeah, wilding. <laughs> 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 Yo, chill out. Man. You know, you, you just got to party with him. Like, well, he said the fab. Like, I didn't <laughs> never party
2: with me. You never party, party with me, yeah. Nah,
3: okay. I ain't going
2: to hold you. I feel like this is going to be a hot take before we get to shit on guys. When you have money, bro, and status like that. It
3: don't matter. You can have any woman you want. And they, and they make
2: it okay. You do shit like this without it looking bad. Because once again, they're not even coming after Diddy. know I would think Diddy even claimed them um, publicly like that for them to be wild and like that. But once again, that pride and ego from women
3: Everybody Just have everybody. them going back and forth over well, here. Let's, like, this. Let's, let's be honest, everybody got a pride and ego, so it don't even matter. But right now, the, the context of this argument, yeah, Shorty felt one of them, both of them felt in their feelings, and they they spewed instead it, of it, taking out on the nigga that got them looking stupid. So I
2: ain't gonna lie, Gina type, Young Miami is bad. Gina type bad too, but she should stay out the studio because she released some boobo ass, some boobo ass record about Young. Miami. but yo Diddy love you got him i hold you you got him out here all right now on to other news oh man keisha keisha keisha
3: at a point you got to hold somebody accountable for picking bad niggas or bad picking bad partners i'm not gonna say play niggas out of everybody that you could potentially see as a
2: suitor keisha you pick the one nigga that we are
3: questioning his mental health. Oh, we know, We're we talking crazy. about this nigga here we know that nigga who crazy gave up. Huh? We know that nigga crazy. We ain't questioning shit. White people this shit. We know the nigga crazy.
2: <laughs> you talk about a nigga who had to just stay an extra week or two in the Oakland Raiders to get $34 million, but could not be on a best behavior and lost out on that and been bounced around from team after team after that. You're talking about this person here and mid-game got into it with his coach and left at halftime. You're talking about this person here who claims to have a severe ankle injury and won't get signed until... he, He won't get it fixed until he gets signed. Mind you, he's doing a whole... He released a whole album everywhere with Kanye
3: dancing... Doing a whole bunch of other stuff besides football here. Some people just naturally revel in fucking toxicity and stupidity. I'm
2: not even done yet. We're talking about this guy here who recently got into a domestic situation with his kid's mother multiple times. This is the person here. That you would want to Potentially see Keisha, 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 Keisha I don't know if you're trying to get on your Mary J. Blige shit and get some more pain So the next, so the music can slap But well, this is not the way to go, baby girl This is not the way to go I don't know what to say to this I, I I don't know what to say
3: I do oh. That next album going slap <laughs>
4: Hey. First of all, let me say
3: that you is wildin' out in these streets and now you up on a shade room. <laughs> and I see that it is
4: easy
3: for He got you looking cra- crazy. If that's the case, your mistakes is as bad as every time you put out I a know. song. Keep making excuses for you. You might as well have picked a better dude. <laughs> that,
1: was a, that was off the come too, okay? Okay, a wrestled. That was good.
3: Nah, that's all right. That's just I'm just being a dickhead. I'm, dude, nah, dude, bro, but, but nigga, she tatted AB on her on herself. That just means he got good dick. If Shorty sure gonna tatted nigga name on her, that nigga was fucking shit out her. Off.
2: I ain't going to lie, he was typed right on his caption like you 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 not you not that nigga until you you bust down the R&B diva. I ain't going to hold you down. Uh, I know we supposed to shit on fellas but ladies. I ain't going to lie, city girls is down. <laughs> they fighting a the love triangle. Monica is still over here longing after C-Murder. <laughs> Keisha Cole getting tatted, <laughs> get, got Amy tatted. on her. Y'all looking bad for the summer right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking bad right now. I need, I need you, hot girls, city girls, to get your shit up out here because city boy, we up. <laughs> we up out here. All right. Time
3: but to shit. now. Time to shit on
2: <laughs> let's go. Shit on these niggas. Let's go. Yes, let's show these guys because this, this video is going crazy on TikTok and on Twitter of this woman who allegedly went on a date with this guy. Not only paid, but gave him gas money, but still wants, he still wants her to come to the crib. Play the video literally just met him
4: so you're just gonna sit on your phone
5: yeah are you gonna get up and start walking
4: why do i have to walk like i
5: mean you look close enough to walk so.
4: but you drove me here so i don't get why i'm walking home all the time like, i don't get that, that doesn't make sense to me mean.
5: i mean you know you don't want to come back to my place there's no point in me not wasting guys
4: so, I mean, I feel like I don't want to go to your place because I don't know you well enough. And it's just like our first time meeting. Like, does that not make sense to you? I don't
5: know. get it. I mean, we spent the whole day together. I'm um, obviously attracted to you. You know, I don't see what the issue is. You can either come back to my place or walk.
2: Literally just.
3: Niggas is corny dogs. Bro. Oh. Yeah.
2: Ladies, I give, I, I'm, I apologize. I apologize on the behalf of our male species on this, on this whack ass dude. You couldn't be decent enough to drop her home after the date,
3: bro. I like yo, like, I just sit here. I'm like yo, that's why I say outside is trash. I don't understand why niggas like. Unless you just already out there, I get it. But it's like yo, the dating game is is disgusting. The entertaining game is just disgusting. It definitely just. You just look at it and it's like, yo, this is what you want? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she don't if she don't take no niggas seriously for a minute. Cause I'm like, yo, you assume just because you took an her out and you spent the day with her that she's gonna fuck you. And cause she's not now she on her own. That's some corny shit. And that's some little Bro, shit. super fucker. You obviously corny. get no pussy. I'm just gonna keep it bucked. Niggas that get pussy don't have to worry about shit like that. Cause it's like, yo, we vibing, and we had a good time. It's fine. I'm gonna steal the deal eventually if she want me to. And if not, it's cool. It's more fish in the sea. But but my
2: thing is be a fucking decent human being. Sure, whatever. Shorty don't want to get cool. Take Shorty back home. She's a black woman. Niggas you gonna know. allow her to walk home or go public transportation? Uber? No, no. What can happen to her off the street? Because she didn't want to go back to your crib, bro.
3: Nigga, she had every right not to want to go. Like, nigga, ain't nigga.
2: she gave you gas money? Yeah,
3: nah, she shouldn't be gave you no
2: damn gas money.
3: No, nigga, like I said, niggas be expecting shit, and I was like, yo, you, you like that shit right there is corny and it makes the rest of us look bad and it adds to the niggas ain't shit narrative when it's not all of us so
2: nah, and ladies if you go if you date these type of if you're going on dates with these type of niggas i, I
3: apologize Bet, i'm niggas. sorry yeah vet these niggas for y'all go out with them like actually talk to them like have conversations see where their head is at because i'll be like niggas like, will def- niggas will serve you up a perfect person and then as soon as they clip or they get what they want you it's like all right cool then they done that <laughs>
2: Cause you know, I understand for most fellas, like you don't wanna be finesse, you don't wanna be new, you don't wanna be the food nigga. I understand
3: that. I don't mean you gotta force pussy, like come on. You
2: don't gotta force your pussy, you don't gotta sit here and gaslight her, manipulate her into giving you the box. I never understand that. I never want a box forcefully, either through physical or manipulation. I never want that. I want you to give me the pussy because I'm just that nigga. I don't. I never. I never understood that from other niggas. I want the coochie because you. I want you to give it to me because you know I done what I need to do. I'm that nigga. I don't want to sit here and manipulate you, lie, do whatever to get the. I don't understand that. So, so what she's like. My thing about it with this nigga is now after you have this uncomfortable conversation. So, so she's gonna say, okay, I'll, I'll go back to your crib.
3: Uh, you want nigga.
2: someone like that to go back to your crib to do what, bro?
3: Definitely. It's, it's, it's trash. That's 100% trash. I hope she ain't show the nigga face. I was like, I hope she should have put the nigga face out there so his niggas could clown him. Like, nigga, you ain't getting no pussy. Bro. Yo, fellas, do better, bro. I
2: understand, you know, we talk about this a lot on this podcast, you know, about the like, dating. But we don't advocate for those type of niggas. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. We don't advocate them type of niggas on our platform. Ladies, fuck them niggas over there. Don't ever give them niggas no time. I'm glad that you exposing niggas like that. Cause you gotta niggas gotta understand that shit is corny. Girls do not owe you sex whatsoever, bro.
3: I say, Girls that, do not owe you no box. I say, if you want if you really that nigga, you gonna get it. Put it that way. That shit's so sad.
2: But all right, time for some music shit. Yeah, Yo, what's your thoughts on on Jack Hollow
3: getting drag for not knowing that Brandy and Ray J was siblings? The nigga from Kentucky. He probably ain't watching Moesha. No, he just started rapping. You probably heard Drake. And this nigga's like,
2: 24 be... years old. How the fuck is he? I don't think he know who Brandy really is.
3: I like I said, I saw the little tweet. I laughed at it and kept it pushing it. <laughs> That's not even my conversation.
2: <laughs> Bro, but that shit is so crazy to me because you know they you know how people started going to like, oh, culture probation. Oh, you shouldn't be part of the culture. If you didn't know that, if you don't That's, know Brandy, you no Niggas Brandy like to, to
3: get, you know, niggas like to gatekeep on everything just so that they can feel special or get some. Like I said, the nigga that said that probably got like thirty thousand retweets. or the shorty that said that, like that was a cloud. Like who the fuck cares? You argue with a millionaire. Not- what J Cole said? You argue? You cracking on a millionaire? The joke is on you. Both the motherfuckers. Hey,
2: his demographic should not know who Brandy is. To be honest with you, I love problem. Brandy, but she's not. She's not doing stuff for the younger crowd no more.
3: Right, the niggas don't watch Moesha It's alright It's okay Jack is cool bro They
2: don't They don't know about I wanna be down With what you're going through
3: Niggas don't know about that Tape
2: of shit over here They
1: don't
2: Of course niggas know about Ray J Cause Ray J's been more outside In the past couple of years Than Brandy and they In the limelight
3: And they probably seen his dick On Pornhub Exactly You said that like you were shocked when I said that <laughs> Yeah,
2: I was trying to you said that. I thought you was about to bring up Jesse Williams because we ain't talk about this last week. You women are thirsty as hell. We're gonna briefly talk about this. You women we're are not, thirsty as not, hell.
3: We're not clowning on women. We already made our Keisha Cole joke in the Young Miami joke. Let them live. Nah, yo. nah.
2: I'm gonna clown women sometimes because you can you know how they be on us when we be thirsting after some of these IG bottles. I ain't gonna lie. Some of y'all tweets was <laughs> yo, I ain't gonna lie. I saw I saw a, a, a TikTok of a girl reacting to like um Jesse Williams and whatnot. She 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 got the filter that turned into a train. Oh uh, <laughs> she was like choo choo shout out to her though. But well, you know you girls out here, y'all, 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 y'all see safe there's bucket as those guys over here. Absolutely. Y'all was going crazy over that mixed cock over there.
3: <laughs> and that's where we go to the next part. Let's talk about this amazing Kendrick album. Uh, you talk about
1: that bullshit out Go ahead. <laughs>
3: <All right. sighs> Well then if you guys living under rock, Kendrick Lamar dropped his fifth LP, Mr. Moral and was it the Big Steppers? Yo, I'm not gonna front, we are an advocates of therapy for this podcast, and I feel like uh this album has really put me in a unique space in terms of I really, and I was talking to Rakiba uh, Wayne about this the other day. It's like I really have started to look at my trauma and my, my issues and even what I'm going through currently in life. And, you know, a lot of times I think you kind of just blame everybody around you for what's going on. And like I said, this is like, like this crazy because it's of it's the hip-hop album. Like I really have been like, yo, maybe I'm the fucking problem. Like I, a lot of my problems are, you know, based on what I've been through in my life and the bad habits that I picked up or what I thought were good habits are not necessarily that. I think Kendrick being able to put that into a rap album where you just feel so much and you just kind of like as a black man kind of be like, yo, I felt that I felt the issues with my pops. I felt issues with my shorty. I felt issues with white America. I felt, you know, all these different things. And, and the call, I think first track he goes in, he's like, yo, she, she said, my shorty said, I need to go to therapy. And every track builds off of that. And then picking people like having uh Kodak as a narrator on the project, yeah, I know I'm a Kodak fan, I've grown into a Kodak fan I know he's an a shitty individual at times I, I totally, I don't I don't not reprimand him when he fucks up But I think Kendrick being able to see past that And put him in a position to really like yo, tell your story Or you know, say what you've seen And Kodak and getting into that pocket Was definitely appreciated And I think just the the sounds, the jazziness of it The instrumentation of it It just, as an album And as an album alone is enjoyable for me do I think it has, like, club value or replay value in terms of, like, individual tracks? Maybe, like, two or three songs you could probably play on their own. But I think as a complete body of work. It, sat- it satisfies listener very, very much. And I think that we waited five years for however many years. Like, it was worth it because it's, like, I feel like every Kendrick album, you get a story. And this was the one where it's, like, yo, whatever comes next, make sure you, you're, you're right with it. Make sure you choose yourself. And I definitely got two of the tracks for Song of the Week. And no one... It wasn't gonna be my song of the week, but y'all, the niggas on the internet loved it so much because it was very toxic. And as we said, black people especially use social media for therapy when they could just go see a therapist half the time. So exactly. and that, that's the song we we cry together, which is literally him and his girl arguing and getting like, like it sounds like something you shouldn't. It's like if your friends was arguing like this, you would try to leave the leave the crib. Like it was that crazy, but it's also like that's some niggas' real life. We argue, we don't get over shit. We say hurtful shit, we do hurtful things to each other And then we try to fucking get over it Not realizing that that shit is really damaging us My personal favorite track or highlight is Die Hard With Featuring Blast and um another young lady Let me just see who it is, what's her name again? It is Die Hard with Blast and Amani. I can't see her last name But that's my shit, I play that shit on the walkout every day Every day and it definitely killed my future vibes. I've been trying to go back to the future album. I could play it at certain points in the day, like, but I really got to like sit there and listen. Cause it's like, yo, Kendrick really got me really in question and analyzing a lot about myself. I think the fact like, yo, he has a song auntie's diaries. He talks about, his, I believe his transgender aunt. And so uses the F word uses like, but he does it in such an art, a poetic and an artistic way where you're really sitting there like, yo shit. And people was mad. Like, how you gonna say, you know, I ain't going to say it here because, you know, we ain't trying to get them. them yeah, that's a fact. Heads. We're not trying to get canceled. <laughs> that, that community go hard. But it's like to take it, that word that is so detrimental to them and tell a story where it's like, yo, as young. And it's true. As young black kids, we said a lot of dumb shit because we didn't understand it. And we just heard it. And we ran yeah. with it. And it's like, yo, some people are hurt getting hurt. More by Well, lot." Not
2: to cut you off. The, that gay, a gay n- niggas used to say that for every Everything. Everything. That was like a, a sub-word for whack, to be honest OD, with you.
3: OD, OD. So definitely like just telling those stories and just, you know, generational curses, generational trauma. Like, I was dead looking at my own pops like, nigga, I tried so hard in my life not to be like you, just to be in a position where I'm like, I'm starting to think like you, and I'm like, nah, fuck it. But I also like, I get it. How do we fix bro, this? Bro,
2: that shit, bro, that shit is the scariest shit ever.
3: Like I under... When you I, start developing, yo, when you
2: start developing your parents' traits, you're like, motherfucker, I tried so hard to step away from you. Boy. And
3: I, <clears throat> like, I'm like, yo, was this embedded in my DNA? Like, how the fuck did I get here? You know, or just even like, somebody I couldn't stand, yo, I fucking get it. And being like, almost disgusted with yourself, but also kind of being like, thankful because it's like, yo, all right, what happened that I got here, which you could probably see a lot clearer, and how can I fix this before you know it becomes a permanent part of me, or I, I pass that on? Like that's one thing. I'm not trying to pass that shit on to my kids. Oh, I mean, oh, several, about oh, several, me. about a lot of topics on the album. So when I play it, granted, like I said, does it have the replay we talked about? We went outside the last two weekends and we heard Drake records, and like, does it have that impact? No, it's not going to be something that you hear outside. I don't think you're not going to hear <laughs> niggas bumping it in they Benzes and whatnot. But I think that you will hear people that especially real rap fans and people that are in need of healing that might not necessarily be at a place to go to therapy. I would say this is a great place to start. Cause you're going to really think about some things that for lack of a better word might open some doors to healing for you. And I, and, and, and just opening that door is a major step. So I know B wants to shit on it.
1: Nah, and I, and actually, I'm not going to laugh.
3: You won't qu- laugh, but the only thing I've been able to play after it, I played take care and today I started playing. Nothing was the same. So I went to Drake. I went to Drake projects because it's like one total transparency moment. One of the, uh, one of the hardest things for me in my life. And even right now, as I feel overly sensitive about shit, right. And I think going through the Kendrick album, made me look at other i'm listening to other albums that have meant a lot to me and looking at those themes through that lens and it's just like damn i i get why i felt this way at this age or when i heard this at this time why it was so special to me and why it continues to be special to me and then why i have that energy now and it's just like yo this is all a part of the healing process but yeah I, you can get your point of, but that's definitely i definitely those, no, no, no. those are two if projects have i have more to
1: like, say go no no no
3: like i said i save that for i do a slick talk on it or something like i do a song by song breakdown but like real shit oh
2: patreon i like, think you should do one. i think I you think should about do it but yeah go ahead Ah, uh, damn you just gave uh, a beautiful soliloquy about the album and i was coming on some hate now, I can't even hate on it now, bro. You, you switch my period with that beautiful salute over here, brother. I mean, you know, obviously everybody's know like Kendrick. I respect Kendrick. I respect his artwork. Similar to what Ish said on a Joe Budden podcast, his flows on a beat it just does not mesh with me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It never really meshed with me. Like I, I love all. I, I like some. I like Good Kid, Mad City. I like some songs off of Damn. I didn't really listen to the to Butterfly like that. It just never really meshed to me like an artist. So that's why he was never really highly regarded in my book like that. But I do, I do like this take on this album. This was definitely new. Um, it was something that was much needed in the culture. It was sort of like, I hear a lot of people say, it was like holding up a mirror to yourself. And seeing what going on in the culture and how he enables certain things and allows certain things to get popular, he even threw a shot at Drake. But then again, I could see what the, the statement was true. Like, damn! We, after all this time, with y'all niggas beefing, y'all just end up just clearing it up. Yeah, like that's crazy. Y'all just throw up a whole benefit concert after years of beefing, talking about each other, talking about each other like that. So I, I I'm not gonna I'm not I'm gonna leave the hate aside. Go get the album, um, you know. Support Kendrick. I can't wait. This I hope I hope everybody knows that y'all not getting no new Kendrick project for years now. I'm telling you that right off the bit. He took five years to make what three to five years? Yeah, about. Yeah, he about to get the same amount of time before he comes in that. And also, I want to give a shout out to his partner. I don't know if he. I, some say his his wife. Some say it's his fiance. I'm just gonna say partner, Whitney. From, his, from from he first got into limelight, we never really heard anything about his relationship except that they've been together since high school. You didn't really hear too much about her. She didn't, they didn't really talk about their relationship. And for them to be so transparent about their relationship on this platform, and I want to give her a shout out because in this social media age now, by putting yourself and putting your business out there now, you just invited a whole lot of people to judge and to place their opinions on her and to really analyze her now. So for her to be strong and allow to not only allow yourself to be subjugated to that, but also allow your man to have the freedom really to total. create. <laughs> Huge shout outs to you, Whitney. Huge shout out to you. Hey, the kids look beautiful. I'm uh, you know, shout out to you, yeah, you know. I still got Drake number one, I still got Kendrick number Nah, I got J Cole them too. I got a lot more. I love J Cole music a little more. But these are these are why the these are the three top people in the industry. That's,
3: that's
1: it. So let's get to now.
3: These, get to these tunes, man. No, oh, no, maybe we got an stuff to reflect on. Well, oh, that's on you. I ain't listen to them shit, so I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, okay, okay.
2: Jack Harlow. Come home, the kids miss you. He took my bar, by the way. I'll be dropping that. He took my bar. He took my bar. I'll be saying that shit. (laughs) But the Jack Harlow album, man, got a lot of slander off his debut, especially off of the success of First Class, um, Nell Tech, and other things. And a lot of people calling him the Diet Drake. I... I don't see it. I've been I've been listening to Jack Harlow since the confetti EP. This sounds like a Jack Harlow tape. <laughs> if you listen to Jack Harlow's music before you copy his EP or the or his first album, this sounds like Jack Harlow with better production. Granted, I'm not putting this album in high regards, but there's at least seven tracks off of off this album that I'm fucking with heavy. O D. Of course, you know I love the 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 church hill downhill by you know him and Drake. So we so we, so that I'm fucking with heavy. Um a leaper. I do anything. I'll, I do anything to make you smile. I play that as my song week last week. Um, I, first class was a hit and miss, but the chorus hit. Movie star with Pharrell hit. Um, Poison with Lil Wayne. Like he got some bangers. and He got some legends on it. So I want to give him a shout out for that. And I don't think the album, I think the album needs to get a better review. I think y'all was expecting something that he really is not. Understand he's still 24. So I don't know why y'all expected him to give you some grown, lyrical, miracle type of album. And then now for the second, for the for, for the last album we're going to review, it's my boo-boo, LMA. <sighs> LMA. LMA, LMA, LMA. This album was the epitome of r and Granted, there's a hot take. I do feel like the first album was slightly, slightly had a little more bangers on it. This second album, Heart On My Sleeve, has some bangers on it, but I feel like the first album hits a little bit more, like Shot Clock on it and what you may call it, those were some tunes, but this album was 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 fire to me. The the features, I love it. Like a mess featuring Lucky Day, I played that as my song of the week last week. I think that's a great tune. Um, leave you alone. Um, how with Roddy Rich was fire. Um, power of a woman feels like. Didn't say fallen angels pieces. Those this is a real R and B album. This was really R&B, love, um, growth, sure, heartbreak. Sure, 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 sure. It was really a heart on my sleeve. Like, yes, I don't think it's better than the first, but I think it was a great follow-up album for her. And I'm excited to hear Future projects from mabu LMA. I think that's it for my albums. Maybe I'll actually listen to them. <laughs> you know? But um, now we're into our song of the week now if you are on youtube please go exit out and go to your favorite streaming platform which is that stitcher apple google spotify wherever you listen to your favorite streaming platform and you can go find us there now what's your song of the week this week bro you had to give them a heads up so, you might as well so be, be I'm gonna go yourself. Ken, I'm
3: going to go Kendrick, Drake, Kendrick. So, first, I'm going to play a little bit of We Cry Together. That's the song that had to end. Oh, you went to three? You had two. <laughs> I'm only playing snippets, niggas. Like I said, I got shit to do. This is We Cry Together. <laughs>
4: This is what the world sounds like. You got me Fuck you.
5: Fuck you. I swear I'm tired of these emotional ass, ungrateful ass bitches. Unstable ass, confrontational ass, dumb bitches. You wanna bring a nigga down? Even when I'm trying to do right, we can go our separate ways right now. You gon' move on with your life. I Fuck you,
4: nigga. You love a bitch. I won't show up Always act like Your shit Don't stink Motherfucker Grow up Forever late for shit Won't buy shit Sit around and deny shit Uh, Fuck around on a side bitch Then come fucking up My shit Fucking up your shit You must be
5: bleeding And some more shit Bitch I don't know shit Fuck your feelings You
4: want some whole shit See I don't know why You like playing Mind games with me Bitch I
3: I ain't gonna front. I've never had an argument with a woman like I've argued with a woman, but I've never argued like that. <laughs> so when I first heard that shit, I was like, any nigga that sympathize with that is fucking toxic as shit. But if you listen to the track, it goes as you need to, the hook is just fuck you nigga, fuck you bitch. And the last part of the record he goes into shorty, they just fucking then you hear the back shots. He's like, fuck me, nigga, I'm gonna fuck you, bitch. I was like, Whoa. And that sounds like hood love. And we don't necessarily condone that because that shit get toxic. <laughs> Um, Like I said I'm going back to Drake Like I said I'm listening to Drake You would think I'll play something From Take Care But this is I was going to play Lord Knows But we're going to play this I'm just going to let it run For a second Tuscan leather Smelling like a brick
5: What? Yeah, Coming off the last record I'm getting 20 million off the record Just to off these records, nigga, that's a record I'm living like I'm out here on my last adventure Past the present when you have to mention This is nothing for the radio But it's still play though. Cause it's that new Drizzy Drake That's just the way it go Heavy air play all day With no chorus, we keep it thorough, nigga Rap like this for all of my furrow, niggas I reached a point where don't shit matter to me, nigga. I reached heights that Dwight Howard couldn't reach, nigga. Prince Ikeen, they throw flowers at my feet, nigga. I could go an hour on his feet, nigga. I'm just as famous as my mentor. But that's still the boss, don't get sent for. Get hype on tracks and jump in front of a bullet you wasn't meant for. Cause y'all don't really want to hear me vent more. Hot tempo, scary outcome. Here's a reason for niggas that's hatin' without one. That always let their mouth run bitch players talking like starters i hate it started from the bottom now we here nigga we made it yeah time for a tuscan leather smelling I like a brick. brick degenerates but even ellen love our shit rich enough that i don't have to tell them that i'm rich self-explanatory you just here to spread the story what's up what's up got you with that
2: slitting one, gucci roll like they say up MUV. young rebel young money nothing you could tell me Paperworking too long Maybe you don't understand
3: Come on man. Yeah after this I'm gonna definitely go upstairs And re- finish listening to the album again But I I just my favorite Top two track. not two it's my I know I know you gave Kendrick Lamar All his credit
2: But top two not two
3: I figured you would appreciate that This is my favorite Kendrick track Off the album This is Die Hard I play this shit religiously right now Let's run it
4: I pop the pain away, I slide the pain away. I pop the pain away, I slide the pain away.
5: I hope I'm not too late to set my demon straight. Oh I made you wait. Now how much can you take? I hope you see the garden I hope you can see. And if it's up, stay down for me. Yeah. Sherry, cherry, Cocoa boss. Me. Do you trust me? Can I trust you? Don't judge me. I'm a diehard, it gets ugly. Too passionate, it gets ugly. Mm.
3: Song is supposed to be sad as fuck, but that shit is a bop.
5: <laughs> yeah, that, that was cool. I like it. <laughs> Whatever, nigga.
3: It's time to play your hood boogie shit. You
2: already know the fucking vibes. Gunshot slick. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start off with New York. You know, we talked about this album a couple episodes ago, but I just recently heard this song and this shit been on repeat. This is Fabio Foreign featuring Cravo through the fire.
0: Yeah I came a long way from Brooklyn This shit sound like growth Uh This shit sound like church This shit sound like church Yeah, they through the wire, This through the fire Yeah This door I'm fighting my demons while fucking this demon. Fight in my demons while uh, this demon. I'm in your city, don't know when I'm leaving. i your city, don't know Yeah, look, she got a man, I know that she cheating. She got a man, I know uh, she cheating. Everything viral and that's how I leave it. Yeah, uh, That's how I leave it. I'm here to win, I'm doing my thing. i i uh, She got a bag, she doin' her thing. She got a bag, she Yeah, look. Thing. I pray when I die, that I get, my wings. I, when I, die, I get my wings. I just pray when I die, that I get my wings. I, when I die, I get my wings. But I don't plan on it. Nah. No. Uh, all of my problems, I dance on it. Anything yeah. I say, I'm gonna stand on it. Give yeah. my life to the Lord and his hands on it. Nigga, If they weren't problems, I'm here for it. Niggas dying in the hood for a pair of Jones. And ain't not coming home with the manslaughter? I'm oh. oh. not coming home with a manslaughter. Forgive me oh. for oh. my sins. For my For my sins. They say what goes around is gonna come around. I shoot them and never come around again. When niggas don't never come around, they tense. And whoever I come around, they win. My bitch said my own niggas staying on me, so she never come around, my friends. You can't move me, I'm sorry.
2: Fighting my demons are fucking his demon. Oh, that's fire! Yeah. I All know. right, I got I got to go a little R and B with this next track. Um, let's go with Anne Marie first
1: track.
4: Music major, major, major.
5: No,
2: I' ain't gonna lie, that T shirt and the panty combo with the big T over the over the panties, undefeated, undefeated. All right, my last song. You know I gotta go to my West Coast shit. R.I.P. Catchy the Great. R.I.P. Draco the Ruler. This is Draco the Ruler, future and the whole stink team. Pow! Right in the kisser. <sighs>
1: Thank you, Fizzle.
5: He ran up on a chop, he's a boxer. Pow right in the kisser. It's a stick, this a drum, I'll drop some, nigga. Pow right in the kisser. I'ma shoot the can until the cops come. Pow right in the kisser. We did him like that, cause he's a spot burner. Pow right in the kisser. Pull up with the stick with the drum, who won't run with me? Pow right in the kisser. Stupid shells dumping out the chop, it's a hundidy in kisser, I'm gonna pull it out the Louis bag, don't come for me. Pow right in the kisser. I just dumped a nigga in some Christian Louvertons. Pow right in the kisser. I just shot a nigga, at granny house, don't care who in there. Pow right in the kisser. I can't trust the niggas that I hang with, they be shooting kids. Pow right, in, in, the right in
1: the kisser. Draco would- the
5: ruler featuring the stink team.
3: Pow right in the kisser. That is some shit you they- would play. That is, dead, huh? that is dead ass some shit you would pick. <laughs> you should have heard the whole. You should have heard they, they all the things that
2: was featured on the song went to that same flow as Drake or the ruler. <laughs> yeah, but you know what the people's here for. You know what the people stay here for. The people's choice. The people's favorite.
1: Slick, drop
4: it. I can be toxic, but so what? You are gonna love it here? Shit, fuckers, you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. It
2: is fun. Indeed, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement. Oh, can I get a little applause? What's hey. Hey. No, no special guest this week. It's just, it's just slick and I here this week. Um, you know, sometimes you know, I know, I know a lot of people enjoy when we have guests, but you know, we can, we can handle, we can be toxic on our own, right, slick? yeah yeah nigga all right let's talk about these hoes now i'm just fine. uh <laughs> wait one thing yo shout out to those girls who kept in their mouths back in the days you feel me
3: shout out to y'all yeah, you know oh you want to fight for your life understood i see you yeah shout out to the queens that I- the razor blades and all of that yep, i got threatened over the weekend and i kind of liked it <laughs> that's toxic right she's like don't make me have to fucking tase you and i was like like, I I really looked it up. I was like, yo, so, like, 15 minutes. Like, what you gonna do to me when I'm taped for 15 minutes? Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited. But, um... As
2: you know how the TSA goes, um, we do two topics. We got an extra one on Patreon. Go check that out. Um, This week... It before life. we get started, bro, since we have a little time, I w- oh, we was reflecting on last week. Shout out to Praise. Shout, Shout out to her. She, she did great, She'll be back soon. Um, You know, it was... I appreciate the conversation, but I wouldn't have open conversation because I don't want women to think that we hate them, or at, least, at least on my standpoint. I just want to, before we get to the topics, I want to reiterate this. When we do talk about these topics, especially relationship topics, my true view is I believe all genders are trash. I don't believe when I, when I talk about women and stuff that they do, I don't sit here and neglect what they say about us guys. I know us guys is fucked up. If you heard earlier in this episode, we should have on AB, we should have on that dude on Twitter. I, I humbly accept the criticism that women have on guys. When we do talk about this, I just hope that y'all able to accept the criticism that we give on women.
3: Fear? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that and then she praise brought something up that I do want to address again. I didn't like I feel like we get so many round table ideas to have with a big panel. The type, the the organized assault on black women. And I wanna further talk about that. And I think that another thing we gotta talk about is the overall attack on black love. You don't see any other group of people that attack their own like that. You feel me? Black men shitting on black women, black women shitting on black men. And it can, can be seed as an attack. I think both sides have to start taking accountability for the roles that they play. It can't just be one side. It's not fuck these niggas. It ain't these, these bitches ain't shit. It's that we, like, now, this might be the Kendrick album token. We all got shit that we dealing with and sometimes it's easy to put each other down rather than look at, you know, the role that we playing it and try to break the cycle. I think black love is the most beautiful love on this planet because I think it's the purest form of love. I think that for all that we've been through as a people, you really can see, like, when a black man and a black woman get together, is it is it sunrises and peaches and roses and shit? No, it's not. It's it's tough because we have to learn how to love each other, and we also have to learn to look past our biases and our bad habits and love each other properly and learn to love each other properly and communicate and be accountable. And I think if you're able and willing to do that, it makes perfect sense. I think, you know, to not love each other is definitely a cop-out, and it's easier for clout's sake to just... Or because I'm in my bag to say some fucked up shit about a black woman or a black woman say some fucked up shit about a black man. You feel me? And I think that we got to really get away from that. Because I think the first thing is acknowledging it. So if you, if anybody feels like we are contributing to the assault of on the character of a black woman, we sincerely, that's never our goal. Like you said, it's 100% to have these conversations and these plot points and give our perspective on it. And not necessarily to shit on but it's like, yo. As a as two heterosexual black men, what all we need we want accountability on both sides. We're fucking up. We want to hold us accountable so we can address it. Like when they told us, we can't say all women, absolutely, women. I can't say all men, and we got to come to consensus mm-hmm. on what is it that we bo- both both sides need in order to, to flourish and be successful. So that's just. You know, one hundred percent, one hundred
2: percent agree with you, brother. I think, I think you hit the nail right on the button. It's just a conversation, and I think, think, the most important part is the ability to communicate with each other without both parties feeling attacked or feeling like they have to be on defense constantly. Because what I feel like for both parties is we're we're not listening to understand. We're listening to a debate. And yeah, we want to yeah. To right.
3: and that's the real. So we're not
2: really listening to what exactly guys are saying and we're not listening to exactly what women are saying so it's kind of like damn we're just trying to get our point across and make sure that we're right instead of mending the situation but speaking of that this is one of the topics that we're going to talk about so if you don't know Jada Jada Chief shout out to her she recently asked a question on her live and wanted to answer it play the video slick.
4: and you know Lately, like, I always be asking my friends, like, do y'all feel like the value of women to guys have went down or guys just don't, you know, respect us, appreciate us how they used to back in the the 80s and the 90s? You know, like, women control the, like, literally, you know, because I could say this now, but I only say that because of status. Like, we making hella money just like these. But as far as a, a man... Literally worshiping the ground a woman walk on—it's kind of rare these days. We're running out of that, um, and it—it's kind of scary. And in, in society today, and I don't know—I might piss a lot of people. I was talking about this, but this is just conversations I be having with my friends. But guys don't appreciate us. I don't know. I don't know what it is. This might be just something I talk about on my maybe the first topic I talk about on my podcast because.
2: You want to go first, slick, because you know they—they they say if always go off the gate.
3: <laughs> oh, that's what they say. Um, I think she she poses a good question, but I also feel like time and circumstance plays a role. I think you also got to acknowledge that the '80s and '90s—it was either if the nigga was there, yes, he washed at the ground, but that was also he was in a a drug fuel like life was crazy type shit. So it was either that's yeah. the, also the era of the yo single parent households first and foremost. But I think that when you talk about love and something that we talked about in the past is it's like, we live in an overexposed era. Guys are well, very, expand on that. like guys are very visual. And now with social media, smartphones, you are in constant contact with anybody that you want to be with at any time. Right. And as we just kind of alluded to prior to going into this topic, right, <laughs> we talked about this idea of like dog eat dog, men versus women, right? So you beefing with your shorty, you could talk it out. Or you can go on Instagram and look at all the big booty girls up there, right? Slide in some DMs, do some dumb shit. Same thing for the ladies. You beefing with your man, you could text your little work husband or whatever, work boyfriend or whatever, <laughs> and, you know, get your shit off, make yourself feel special. So I think that we're just in a time period where, unfortunately, there are more negative stimuli that make you just not. Lock in with your partner as much, and I think that for all people saying like, you know, we see the lovey dovey tweets and like, it's like, oh, flaunt your girl, love your girl, this, that, and the third. Everybody's so afraid to be played; they're scared to put themselves out there. They scared they're scared to love each other or learn to love each other properly. You know, we we talked last week about you know the fear of the independent woman and like a lot of that. Like she said, girls is making money, girls is making power moves. We love it, we love to see it, but then it's the, the, sometimes those women don't cater to that. Manly aspect of sometimes what men need And that's something that can be off-putting so A lot of these guys Is also not capable Of giving women what they say, what they want You know, they they, they want to, you know, be out here They want to be toxic, they want to be wilding out In the streets, and that's not What these women want, so I think it's just A pure disconnect, but I wouldn't Necessarily say 80s and 90s cause like I said, Again, I feel like contextually Unless you grew up Grew up seeing it, because I don't know if I Necessarily saw it growing up in the 90s
4: like mm-hmm. that's
3: a little bit far fetched, but do I feel like men don't appreciate women as much? I could say yes and no. Like, I think that they appreciate it, but I think what the definition of what they, what a good woman is to a lot of people versus to men, versus what a good woman is to women might vary. And I think that's again, the disconnect. I think that's the tough part. It's tough. Cause it's like, Oh, what did you think a good woman was coming up versus what now, what you think a good woman is. And then versus yeah. what you say that. And then, a woman can tell you no, that's not what a woman, woman is. She gets her own, she can, that's that. I was like, well, where does that leave room for me? You feel me? You
2: hit the you hit the nail right on the button with that. It's just like I I, I I totally agree with everything that you said. I think it's just what you said just now. Women what I've been saying to this last couple episodes. Women are in a revolutionary period, they are redefining what a woman is in all shapes, in all forms. They're showing that they can do as much as we can do. They deserve to get paid the same amount. In any aspect, you can even look at it in sports, education, politics. We have a, a, a female vice president, and we was almost close to having a female president. So, so, so my thing about it is the reason why I, I think women don't feel like Guys are appreciating them more, so I just think that the, we are not uh, evolving, or at least we're
3: not allowed to evolve. Almost kind of, yeah. We are
2: we because that's. Yeah, you you on point. This episode. I don't know the Kendrick Lamar album or something. You all point this on this on this toxic segment. We're I, not allowed to.
3: Because I agree with you, nigga. This, this this don't happen often, I guess. Sorry,
2: <laughs> but is just like, bro? You want us to maintain this the eighties and nineties lifestyle, which you in the whole modern day change, and it, that's why it's not clicking the same.
3: It's hard. It's not it's
2: hard. clicking.
3: It, it, it is very hard, and I think that we kind of touched on it with praise last week from just our point of view. It's like women are growing up being told they don't need a man, and, and then go get it and, you know, be resourceful, fuck these niggas, get what you can from all these niggas. If you don't put a ring on it, you could do whatever you want type shit. And as guys, a lot of us grew up in single mom households where either we had to fend for ourselves and we build negative, uh, negative views of women and build supremely bad habits, or you know, vice versa. You're taught to love a woman, never put a woman down, empower women, be there for them. Even put your emotions put your emotions to the back so that not, you, so that yeah. you can, you know, be there to support. And there's nothing wrong with that. But look. And even
2: with even with your family, you gotta don't matter what you are going through, no matter what you have to do is go out there and make a way to provide and put food and shelters on the table.
3: I'm about to Continue. say, Yeah, yeah. That's like that's your shit. Like Son, coming out of college, I was like, I got to get a job. I got to get established. Cause I got to make sure I'm in a position to really, you know, if I meet shorty or just be like, all right, first to be appealing, that's the first thing. Like, you got to yeah. you gotta be educated. You got to be making money. You got to be, you know, have this shit together to be appealing. And if you're lucky enough to find somebody who you really vibe with, you got to provide. And it's like even establishing what that looks like, especially when you don't see it. Like, I've seen the tweets about, you know, you got to pay for her hair and nails or some other nigga will buy her this, that, and the third and it's like, damn, like that conflicts with the independence, because it's like almost like shit, you want me to to do that, but what if we going through it? Like, am I still supposed to do that? Or like, you know, is other niggas doing that? Like, how do you expect me to be comfortable with that? And it's just like, it's just a lot of things you have to really discuss. And it's a lot of conversation to get there. I think that the distractions are evident. You see, like I said, everybody, TikTok, Instagram, that's mm-hmm. why I said social media is such so detrimental because you see people Pretending Because it's not all real Let's be Let's be 100% facts it's, yes. Niggas is faking the funk On a lot of shit you see But it's like Oh damn Oh yeah They just flying out This idea Yo you get your I'm getting sure These rooms It's tricking It's looking like They're making tricking Look like new relationship goals and I feel like for a lot of guys, that's not it either. Like, yo, fuck, nigga, I make $80,000. Eight. How the fuck I'm tricking on you? We, we live in a, a expensive state. <laughs> and, and not to cut you
2: off, but you a 100% right. Most of y'all, and I believe both genders, is capping. We was having this conversation like a week ago. A lot of you niggas is not player. Y'all be saying y'all pushing P, y'all pushing player. No. Y'all niggas be really out here begging and groveling over coochie. Because y'all niggas be on Instagram and other places, even on Twitter, tweeting like, yeah, I got Shorty on my body. You know, Shorty filling the kid. But whole time, Shorty got a whole thread of you.
3: <laughs> this transactional. Just you over here trying to spend money and begging to try to spend time and shit.
2: Yo, please, please let me just take you out. I will take you to Ruth, Chris. I'm going to, I'll take you to Jamaica. Just give me a time of your day. That's you, you. Not knowing that you're fucking up the economy by the dating economy by doing that, and then also with women, y'all cat y'all sit here and sit here and say man ain't shit man, man, deserve less. Oh, I would never do that. I would never be in that situation. Whole time <laughs> y'all be in those situations and be in those dr- and selecting the niggas that y'all talk y'all tell other women to stay away from. So that's why I, that's why I don't really believe in what is posted on social media because it's not. Most of y'all are not really living up to what y'all putting out there. Y'all creating a facade.
3: Everything is fake, bro. Everything is fake, and I think that that's the like that's the realest shit of it. If you like somebody, tell them, talk about it, and like go like. And I think the realest shit is like, yo, you like you, both parties have to want to love each other. Like you're both co-stars of your show, and I think when you're able to co-star, like it's not just this is. Like, you know, the shit, the temptation shit. It's not about you, Otis. It's not. It's about the band. Y'all too much. Like Chris Brown, I mean, Chris Rock said, nigga, sometimes you got to take lead and one got to fucking rock the tambourine. But if you're not willing to do both roles, it's never going to work. You're never going to feel worship. You're never going to feel special. You're not going to get that feeling because that's not what you're looking for.
2: And you know what? Also, you know, also what just came to my mind wow, is the whole, the whole equality situation. So women are asking for equality. 100% agree with it. But also in this area, and also in this era, we're promoting multi- our mental health and emotional development. So you're talking to a lot of guys who are emotionally fucked in a up, new st- <laughs> yeah, mentally fucked up, and now are in a growth of emotional development by going to therapists and seeing all that. So now they're talking, Now they're seeing like, "Hey, you want to eat? You want it to be equal with me?" So that means. And also now they have their emotions probably together. Is not, it's, the logic is not combined with some of the guys. They feel like, wait, hold on. You want to be equal with me? And then my emotional, so my emotions have to count within this. And it doesn't like react.
3: You got to create a space where we can both have our moments and have our emotions and valid, be able to validate and be accountable. And some people
2: can't do that. Because women have to admit in the 80s and 90s, your emotions were more valued in the relationship
3: yeah, than the guys. Time. Guys wasn't allowed to cry or even. There was no drink. There was yeah. you, there was no drinking and driving. It wasn't supposed to be that. It was like if you feel away, shut the fuck up and go to work. And that's some real shit. That's what a lot of not a lot of suck life, it life. up. That's
2: Don't the- cry. Why are you crying? Suck it up. Yeah, it's like and okay. it's like.
3: Like this nigga over here crying over me, y'all. Like, yeah, bitch, I love you. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, that's 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 real. That's real shit. Like, you have to be able to take accountability. Like, it's, like again, a lot of people, both parties, are not taking accountability for the shit that they do. Exactly. And then it's like, all right, both we out here being played. Fuck it, we are gonna make this a transactional shit. How the fuck am I value? This is transactional. I paid for the vacation. You fucking and then we said and then we and then niggas get clowned for that. It's like yo, absolutely because you look stupid. But how do we get to the transactional part? You feel me?
2: What but what I think is it's gonna sound radical. We need to forget about old sense of dating. Stop. Let's stop referring to the past. I know and I know this is probably not going to happen, but I'm just gonna put i will put a thought out there. Let's not focus on what happened in the past because clearly. And that's a lot of thing that people don't talk
3: about, both both men and women.
2: The past wasn't that great.
3: Absolutely <laughs> wasn't. That your grandmama's love was not <laughs> that fire. She didn't have that. The 80s
2: options. and 90s. Even the 70s, even the 60s. The perfect housewife in the 60s. You heard about all the six I read the book, the the feminist book. They talk about how all those housewives were suicidal and there was they had a lot of addictions and they had to Bices pop something.
3: Oh yeah, vite not vite. What's the shit called? Uh they had this quaaludes. Ah, shit. Xanax. No, I think it was Zany's, or not some, One of them. It's one of them white Sex in the City drugs. I what?
2: what one are them Bill Cosby pills that he was given back in the days? Those, those, is, <laughs> those is quaaludes. But yeah, but you have to understand, and that's why I always, when we had a discussion, I'm like, yo, really look at the culture context of what you're asking for. The '80s and '90s mm-hmm. love was a facade because you
3: didn't have social media to they really get a lot you. of that shit from movies, bro. They don't movies. Movies only show one of the bad parts. They don't show the. They don't show the little arguments before the breakup. They just show the niggas. Remember, (laughs) remember Love Jones. They was fucking in the rain, and then Three months later, he on the couch like this bitch was with her nigga. Fuck you. (laughs)
4: Like that's and that's.
3: They don't show the every day. We fall in love with these. Like I said, we gotta read You said it best. You gotta readdress the idea, of what love is, and look because there was no
2: social media back then to give you the real. The only thing I would sit here and say the couples in the past have over us is perseverance
3: they, was they didn't leave up. a
2: motherfucker right away they they stood i'm
3: about to say they might have been creeping in the in, in the midst of it but <laughs> but they stayed that's the only thing that they have over us in
2: this generation but we don't really know the real of the relationship back then because to be honest with you if if that relationship was so perfect a lot of motherfuckers would have fucked up parents now
3: yeah but they would address some of them generational curses kendrick talking about <laughs>
2: So we got to redefine the dating and stop looking towards the past or these roles and all that other stuff. You work with your partner. Y'all find out a system that works for you guys.
3: Y'all communicate. Y'all Com- compromise. Communicate. You show accountability when you fuck up.
2: Balance each other out. No one thinks they're more superior than the other.
3: And talk about what you fucking need. I think that's something else that's so crazy. Because <laughs> you rather subtweet and like shit and retweet shit. But if you never brought that shit to me, how the fuck I'm supposed to know? Preach. Not a, this real shit. And I think that's something that has been a downfall of a lot of relationships in our generation. Is like, yo, you wasn't doing this. You never said you needed that. How the fuck when was I supposed to know this? You're just supposed to know. How? How am I supposed to know? Because your friends man does it. Like, oh, because like, I gave you a look. I looked at you. And then they, and men and women both do it. It's like, yo, bro, what, you, what do you need? Like, tell me or like show me. What you need in the bedroom? You tell me what it like. Oh, p- don't put my leg there. This Just put my head. Choke me. Like, yeah, yo, put, put a thumb in my ass. Yeah, <laughs> man, like you can tell me that, but you won't tell me. yo, son, step it up. I need, like, I need to feel secure. Like, I think we got. And you know what they they
2: You know what they do? Do that, but they do that after
3: men and women after and months, a about- months
2: of building up. Yeah, man. and they blow
3: up. They blow and, up and that's and when it- that's when it doesn't translate well because you're translating it angry. Absolutely, you can't hear that. You you're on defense, like you said. I think we got to really stop attacking masculinity and femininity. I think that we got to allow motherfuckers to really determine what that is for them. And once you determine it, you figure out a way to manage that with the partner. There you go.
1: Yeah, she told about this the what time
3: we at? An hour and 25. We might have to save this. Let We get talk about this shit real quick. Yo, we're going to just sidetrack. If y'all want to come back to this, you know, leave comments. We can further discuss it. We can have some of our uh, our female listeners pop up and we can continue to talk about this. I think it's a strong dialogue. This is like healthy, toxic. I guess we can have a minute or two to talk about how you, if you can make a woman laugh, you can get some ass.
1: That's cap.
3: <laughs> I'm not, tired. of
2: I'm
5: it's not, tired. It's not. I'm tired man, of not, this man. statement,
3: bro. Yo, funny niggas get coochie, bro. If you can make a woman laugh, you can make you can you can make the room laugh. You will get noticed, and she will.
2: Don't you- don't don't get me wrong. It's it's a great quality to have. I I as a nigga that loves to laugh, a girl can laugh me out my draws. I ain't gonna hold you exactly. But I done I done I done already thought about giving you the draws already. That's just, a, I'm that not just saying, an added boost. Yes, <laughs> That's yes, just an added people, boost.
3: Yes, they will think about giving you the draws or give or giving up. No, I them was about thinking them. about giving you the draws before that, <laughs> um, but I'm saying it was there. But then you have a, all right, you ain't ever about to fuck with a shorty and then she just had no personality. It's just not funny. You're just like, damn, bitch, you just ruined it. Girls go through that no shit all the time. It'd be niggas yeah. that they be wanting to fuck and then niggas say something stupid like, uh, 2 plus 2 plus 22 and thinking they're gonna get a laugh. And then guess what? No pussy for you. Maybe not that night. Maybe you're on a drunk night in the party where you could write it off and then you don't count towards her body count. But, but you know, but you know, but you know, I know you 100% right. But my thing is,
2: I don't want, I don't want fellas to think okay yeah i just gotta be funny you
3: gotta have personality if, 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 it, yeah personality. I'm just, gets saying, you- I'm
2: just saying like yo you if if you can't just pull up to a girl and just start telling jokes and whatnot and she's gonna just give you cool it's like she has to be attracted to you and other stuff before and then when she see that you're
3: funny okay boom or or your personality when you first meet her it's like, oh shit, this nigga funny. Oh, I can I will follow him. I'll talk to him. And look, all of a sudden, you got a, a drawer full of panties senior year of college. But that's neither here nor there. Uh let's wrap this one up, bro. All right, you already know what it is. Please follow
2: us on all social media. This might not go well. If any if we had any brain in those business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most breezy aka
3: poppy sazon it's your boy of grace and y'all be safe out there this episode will be out on time tomorrow and we'll see you next week look out
0: Distinct beats. Try to tell him we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. <laughs> Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying nigga. Oh well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go. well. Ah,
5: this might not go. <laughs>
0: That's it, one thing,
1: we're not even doing it again. Keep that, that's the one.